best way to build a sustainable brand and truly stand out is to define your own strategy and appeal to your own dream clients and then embody it. Let those two things drive every single decision you make in your business. Hello and welcome to the Brand Nurture Podcast, the show that's all about expanding what's possible and building a brand and a life that you can't wait to wake up to. I'm your host, Anne-Lisa Seal, brand designer, marketing strategist, and here to encourage you to build a brand that allows you to share your passion while enabling you to live your life outside of it. Through marketing, branding, mindset, and more, each week I'll be pulling back the curtain to provide sustainable strategies, inspiring insights, and transformative tales to help you grow your brand, claim your dream life, and realize that you are not alone in this journey. Grab a cup of coffee and join me as we explore what it takes to build a brand and a life that you love. This is the Brand Nurture Podcast. Hello, welcome back to another episode of the Brand Nurture Podcast. I am so excited to have you with me today. I know there are a lot of podcasts out there to be listening to, so I am very thankful that you're taking this time to share with me. Today, we're going to be talking about brand mistakes that I see happening over and over again and how you can avoid them. Because branding can feel a little bit overwhelming. You know, you started your business because you were passionate and now someone is telling you that in order to grow, you should know all this stuff about positioning strategy and brand personas and God knows what else. Let's be honest, you don't have time for that. Who does? Luckily, I am here to break all that information down and spew it back to you in a way that's, that's concise, actionable, and hopefully a little bit entertaining. But today, instead of telling you what to do, I'm very lovingly going to tell you what not to do. So let's jump straight in. Number one, do not copy your competitors. You might see your competitor killing it and think, they're doing so well, I need to do what they're doing. I need to follow their strategy. Big fat mistake. The best way to build a sustainable and standout brand is to define your strategy and appeal to your dream clients. And I say this for many reasons. One, you can see someone online and think they're doing really, really well and think that their strategy is the one that's going to be the best for you to follow. But realistically, you have no idea what's going on in their business. Just because they might be getting thousands of likes on Instagram does not mean that they're making sales. And it doesn't mean that their strategy is going to get you sales. The best way to build a sustainable brand and truly stand out is to define your own strategy and appeal to your own dream clients. And then embody it. Let those two things drive every single decision you make in your business. Copying your competitors is a surefire way to help you blend in. And you don't want to blend in. You want to stand out. You want to be the option for your people. So copying your competitors is like a quickfire way to help you do the exact opposite of what you really want to do. So mistake number one, do not copy your competitors. Okay, moving on to mistake number two, don't try to speak to everyone. Now, I'm sure by now you've heard the phrase, if you're talking to everyone, then you're talking to no one. A very famous quote by the one and only Seth Godin. And it's completely true. In fact, one of the most common branding mistakes made by new businesses is trying to speak to everyone. You want your dream clients to connect with how your brand looks, says, does, and is. If not, they're simply not going to feel connected, seen, or understood. And by trying to make your message appeal to everyone, you remove that sense of personality, that sense of sitting down, looking at someone and speaking directly to their problems 
because you're generalizing if you're speaking to everyone. And generalized messages do not cut through. I think it's estimated that we see over like one to 4,000 ads a day, which is madness. But it means that we block out most of what we see. It would be physically impossible for our brains to actually comprehend that much information. So we block out most of it. So unless you're speaking directly to somebody's pain points, desires, or exact situation that they're in, they will simply block you out. I'm going to come in with some tough love here and say that people are not looking for a reason to care about your brand. So you need to give your people, the people that you really want to work with or cater to, a reason to care. And you do that by speaking directly to them. The more you generalize your message, the less people are going to listen. And I know that this is a really hard thing to get to grips with and It's a struggle, particularly for people just starting out, because they feel like if they're targeting themselves too much to one specific group of people, then they're missing out on serving all of these other people. But unfortunately, you can't serve people unless they buy from you, and people aren't going to buy from you unless you give them a reason to. So lesson number two, a hard pill to swallow, but do not try to speak to everyone. Mistake number three is coming straight from my brand designer brain. And that is, do not only have one logo variation. Scroll-stopping brands connect with their audience. And it's not because of their logo. It's because of the colors, logo marks, illustrations, photography, messaging, tone of voice, how they all work together and make people feel something. Having only one logo variation limits how you can use your brand in a visual way. And by creating a versatile brand identity that allows you to be unique and mix things up and keep things fresh while simultaneously being consistent is what makes it interesting. If you just slap the same logo on every single thing, it's going to be boring, not only for you, but for your audience. So creating one version of your logo and calling it a brand is not going to cut it, unfortunately. I would say you need a minimum of a primary logo, a secondary logo, and a brand mark. And with those primary and secondary logos, one should be horizontal and one should be stacked so that you can use them in different scenarios to best fit the purpose. If that went completely over your head, send me a DM, I'll show you what I mean. I am quickly interrupting this episode with an announcement that I don't think will shock you. I believe that branding matters. Your branding is the face of your business, introducing you to audience and customers. And let's face it, first impressions matter. That's where we at Cecile Creative Studio come in. Whether you're looking for one-on-one consulting to provide you with high-level expertise and strategize your next steps, or you're looking to step into that new era for your brand with a strategic brand identity, we are here to help you reach your goals and fall back in love with your brand. Head over to Cecile Creative Studio to learn more about the services we offer and how we can help you achieve your wildest version of success. Now, back to the episode. Mistake number four, don't forget about your customer's journey. I've said it before and I will say it again, it will be the hill that I die on. Everything in your brand and your business is about your audience. You want to get to know them intimately. And I don't say that in a weird way. (laughs) I mean, know them like your best friend. Part of knowing them is about knowing how they found you. 
And this doesn't just mean their demographics and knowing the problem they have, although both are very important parts. It's also about knowing how they found you, how many different places they interact with you, and the journey they take to go from stranger to customer to absolute raving fan of wanting to be your best friend sends you a DM every time you post a story about your coffee. Not only does knowing this allow you to create better, more targeted messaging, aka marketing that converts, but it will help you to streamline your business and create a truly outstanding brand experience. It allows you to provide value where your audience need it and hold their hand as they walk the steps to becoming your customer. Mistake number five, don't stray away from your brand guidelines. Again, this one's coming straight from the designer in me. If you've invested in branding, then you will have likely been provided with brand guidelines that outline your fonts, colors, and uses for your branding. But also, and maybe most importantly, they outline what not to do. Use this as your Bible. If you worked with a great brand designer, then there is likely a strategic reason for all of the branding elements. And to go against what has been suggested and created is going to be shooting your brand in the foot. I want to side note here and just say, if you feel yourself wanting to stray from your brand guidelines, ask yourself why. Is it because you see a new font and you really like it and you want to use it in your brand for no specific or strategic reason? If so, stop. (laughs) That is not a good enough reason to stray. If, on the other hand, it's because you fundamentally don't like your branding and you want to implement something you actually like, you should probably just invest in new branding. At the end of the day, this is your brand and you can do whatever you want. I'm not your mom, I can't tell you what to do. But if you invest in branding, it should be a strategic mix of what your audience will like, be attracted to, and what you like. So if you don't like it, over time you will lose love for your brand and I do not want that for you. So change it up strategically and fall back in love with your brand through the implementation of new branding. Don't just change a font here or there because you don't like what you've currently got. Make sure it's strategic and then stick to it. And finally, mistake number six, don't grow without strategy. I touched on this in the last episode, which if you haven't listened to that already, I recommend you do. But growing without strategy can make things really difficult. In the beginning, if you've just started, like I spoke about in my last episode, get the foundations in and then just see what works, what doesn't and push your growth. But once you've been in business for a while and you have a clear understanding of what you're doing and who you're doing it for, then I think that investing in strategy to fuel your further growth is essential. Strategy can be the difference between hustling hard for growth and actually just magnetizing that success to you. And for you, I want the latter. There we have it, the six mistakes that I commonly see business owners making and mistakes I don't want for you. I hope that you found this episode helpful and if you're making any of these mistakes, do not sweat it. We all make mistakes. It's how we learn from them that matter. Thank you again for tuning in with me today. And as always, I'm cheering you on. Thank you so much for joining me today and for listening to this podcast episode all the way to the end. I truly appreciate you being here. If you enjoyed this episode, I would love to encourage you to leave a review as this helps us grow and reach more like-minded individuals. Plus, if you have feedback, episode ideas or questions, or would just like to connect further, please find me on Instagram at the Thill Creative Studio. Shoot me a DM and let me know you're listening. Until next time, friend, I'm cheering you on.